This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. We are here for another Sunday special. We love the Sunday special, bite-sized episodes. Love it. Great episode to share. We're sitting here after the worst day of the year. We are heading towards spring every day, flowers blossoming. We're heading into, it's renewal season, people. It's hope season. Hope, we're hope out season. there. It's time to start dating. It's still start February, to, though. Still February, but yeah. like, you know, what do they say? Uh, summer bodies are made in the winter. Yes. Something like that. Some douchebag said that once. Jared, I feel like you're on a health kick and we didn't get to talk about it. I, I'm trying to, trying to be low-key about I'm it. I'm trying to be low-key. You know, when you tell people, then you have to answer to it. What happened to the diet? You know, like- uh, I mean, you tell people when you're on a bender, I feel like they should right. know the, the opposite. Well, like, what if by this time, it. I mean, we're a week away at this point. We're <laughs> taping it ahead of time. I can't really speak to that. Um, yeah, I've, I've tapered down my uh, lifestyle a little bit. Before we did the, before we've done the apartment tour, you've tapered I know, down. The, well, I was part- hoping it would be like especially <laughs> disgusting, like McDonald's wrappers. Maybe you need to like hire a woman to seduce me and then get, <laughs> get me to like, back on the, right. I, I mean, another martini, sir. Oh yeah, I think I can. And then as, a week later, I'm just like, wake up in a pile of pizza boxes right. and you'll do the tour of my apartment then. I mean, as your enabler, I'm very yes. disappointed in, uh, <laughs> in you getting your shit together such a loser <laughs> I, no I, i'm feeling good you know i've been gym look tan i got tan i got you know very oh. tan very jealous i know yeah. listen i came in here strutting i knew jordana was going to be jealous of this tan well i got i got uh glam today and um glammed up glammed up and the makeup artist was like last time i saw you like you were uh you're a lot tanner. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> Don't speak to me. I'm like, that's where you come in. Right. <laughs> no eye contact. Please, you know, shoo her away. Well, listen, you look great. Thank you. Um, are we ready to dive right in? We're, we, this yeah. is a dive right in day. This is a dive right in. We got a lot of shit to do today. If you're listening right now and you're out there and you want to come to a show, I am going to be... In Chicago, Charleston, South Carolina, Minneapolis, Royal Oak, Boise, Idaho, Olympia, Washington, Vancouver, Denver, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Columbus, L.A., New Orleans, Dallas, and Nashville. JaredFree.com for tickets. Got shows all over this great country of ours. Let's do it. Cunch. Country. Cunch. Yeah. Don't <laughs> breathe that it. thing yeah. on perp, bro. A, that one's a weird one to say, but cunch. it works. It works. <laughs> Got a great cunch out there. <gasps> it's it. a little on the line. My cunch tis of thee. My <laughs> <laughs> sounds very inappropriate, but it does. It's not quite a bad word, though. Not, it's not. We on the edge. Cunch. Love a good cunch. We got. Yeah. Cunch music awards. All right. <laughs> let's let's play some petty or prudent. Love petty or prudent. Love okay. this game. Um, you want me to read it? Yeah, it's go for it. J and J. So the the premise here is. There was a breakup. Someone acted in a certain way after the breakup. We are here to judge whether they were being petty or prudent yes. in the breakup. So I'm getting is reports it- from Candace that this is actually a turn on petty or prudent, where this is asking if the breakup is petty. 
Yes. Okay. We can judge all petty or prudence. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. Well, we'll see. (laughs) So, J&J, love the pod. As Valentine's Day approaches, this story always comes up, and I wanted to get your take on it. Four years ago, I had been dating my then-girlfriend for one and a half years. Things were getting a bit toxic in the months leading up to February. At that point, I had been spending nearly all of my social time exclusively with her, neglecting hanging out with my friends, whom she hated, and other things I enjoyed. This topic always led to fights. I had contemplated breaking up with her, but it hadn't quite gotten to that apex of being bad enough to call it quits. That's a... That's low bar. Yeah. That means you were... Too much of a wuss to end it. Right. Well, it hasn't got, quite gotten to the apex well, of when He's waiting were... for this explosive fight. Right. Which, you know, then men comes, do. Well, right. Well, the, the, you need a, well, let me give feedback. Men do this, but mm-hmm. they're also posed with, why are we ending? And it's like, oh, I wish we just had a toxic fight. To, right. To, to I don't have to give you a reason. Edge. Right. So well, it's a chicken but, or egg thing. But, right. But they also do the thing where it's like maybe they want to break up. So they do something that leads you to the fight and then they kind a little of gaslighting, yeah. a little like push you, push right. you, well, push you. you. Uh, well, then maybe we should just break up. Right. <laughs> then comes a poorly timed Valentine's Day where that morning we got into an explosive fight about the deeper issues in our relationship. The, fl- the fight cl- crossed a line far enough that I decided we needed to break up right then and there. I just couldn't bring myself to stick through a Valentine's Day with someone I truly didn't want to be with anymore. I believe if it were any other day, any anyone else in my situation would have ended the relationship, but it was just so horribly timed with the day to celebrate love. So what do you think? Should I have sucked it in my pride and toughed it out for one more day, one more week, or is what I did justified? Sincerely, the Valentine's villain, and then they put in parentheses, antihero. Oh. They're giving us the option to let them off the hook. Here is my thought. I don't think it's petty to break up with someone on Valentine's Day if it comes up in an organic way or on any day really if it comes mm-hmm. but I do think that it's not right to break up with someone in the midst of a fight I think a true non-coward a true gentleman doesn't wait for a fight a true gentleman breaks up with you when you least expect it um, <laughs> no in, in like a in like a thoughtful calm like way where it doesn't have to like a non-antagonistic way it's I you and I went the same road okay good Petty. It's yeah. petty to, I, I not don't Not about think, Valentine's it's Day. It's not about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day made you maybe think of love more, made me spurred the fight, maybe made the argument more intense sure. because yeah. there were things, there were arrows to throw. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. This is Valentine's Day. But it's really the fact that, and I've had enough, and you walk out and slam the door and it's right. over. That's like, not a right, right way to break up with someone. It's not very thoughtful. Yeah. It, you know, you have the argument. Not very prudent. Right. And and a lot of a lot of these things that he's referencing in this email where he's like, uh, he these are all things he's looking in the rear view mirror after having processed the breakup. Like for me, in any breakup, I'm like, why didn't it work with so-and-so, wherever it may have been? It's taken me time to go, oh, I can see the reasons I that wasn't the right situation for me. Those reasons are different than in the moment, right. you know? So and I've never ended things in the midst of a fight or, or a yelling match with someone. So you're even more not thinking and not processing. So 
I think, you know, I'm with you where mm-hmm. the move is like, you have your argument. Yeah. You sleep uncomfortably in bed that night together or whatever it is. You go home. If you live in separate apartments, you have, maybe you had dinner plans that night. The next day you go, I got to take some time right. to think about the fight we had. I have to process where that lives in my mind. Yeah. And then, hey, we got to have a talk that is now without weapons, exactly. you know? And that's how you break up like a gentleman. Right? Is that it? Yeah. And I think the same goes for women, too. It's like you're, I think uh, to break, you can't, like, a truly mature person doesn't, takes the breakup, oh, like, aside a from the fight. Right. It, like, it, it is, it's, there are two different things. Yeah. It, it, you know, to sit there and go, like, I always told this to my brother. My my brother and I would always talk about like there's no punch bowls. I've you know I've seen punch bowls in every movie. Every school oh, dance yeah, has right. a punch bowl. Spike, and like, spike the punch. Spike the punch bowl. Right. I've never seen one punch bowl in my entire life. I've never even drank from a punch Same. bowl. It was in every TV show growing up. The school dance had a punch bowl. Never seen yeah. it. Sangria is like the closest we've gotten to a punch bowl. You're absolutely right. That's as close as it get. Always came in a p- pitcher. Yeah. Um. There's also. Interviews where people would sit at the interview and the boss, the big boss in the nice suit would look at the interviewee and go, you know what? You got the job. Right. And they shake their happen. head. Never happened. Right. Never happened. It's more like I need to confer with a few other people before we can. Right. We'll <laughs> yeah. circle back. Yes. Also, and I've had it. Slam the door shut. Never see the person again. Also, That's right. never happened in a breakup. I've seen it on TV. I've yeah. seen it in rom coms. Clean sweep? No, no absolutely not. Right. You're gonna. There's a whole nother talk to be had. You kind of. You'd have to murder the person to never hear them from them again. <laughs> right. This is to me. This is petty because you're using your inability to have a normal conversation with someone where you explain the reasons that you are not in this relationship anymore and they get to give you normalized feedback that right. isn't emotional and is in a calm state as you're kind of using the craziness to get out of it. Agreed. And I think like it's okay to if you're in if you're in the middle of that fight, it's okay to want to break up with them in the middle of the fight, but I don't think it's okay to actually do it. I think I'll, you could say like, I need to take a second. Listen, I, I've had that. I've had a moment where I've said to myself, I have, I remember getting yelled at by someone going, and literally saying to myself, it's over. Right. And then going, now let's figure let me sleep out. Sleep on it. Let me, well, yeah, <laughs> right. let me figure yeah. out my, let me start my packing plan. my bags. Yes. You know, like mentally I'm packing my bags. What's the day I'm going to do it? This is the moment I'm realizing this is what I'm, this is me knowing that this isn't the right space for me. Right. It's listen, we're in a high dramatic moment here, but I need to like take a step back. I think this is why I'm this is me realizing it needs to end. Yeah. I and again, I'm not I'm not innocent. I am I am being me pushing them to be this. Yes. And to be in the fight like and to break up in the fight sort of pro, sort of projects your own innocence, I right. think, cuz it takes you out of like a rational calm Right, because you're going to have to admit to faults right. in a calm breakup. Exactly. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. 
What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do another email. UUP at Betches.com. Stamp. Stamp the petty sign. You petty bitch. Um, listen, we love the emails. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. Me and Jordana, me, a 39-year-old man. HBD. I'm old. Eh. Right now, I'm sitting in Toronto. 40's the new 30. Staring at that Canadian moon, wondering where life went. Toronto's great. Love Toronto. Great city. I think that's an awesome city. I'm a huge... Toronto guy. Same. We should go back. We should definitely go back. Um, how do I handle someone breaking my boundaries? You want to take this email? I did the You took the last one? Sure. Did I take the last one? I don't one? remember. I don't even I'll I did. Okay. All right. Dear J&J, love the podcast. Sending greetings from Barbados. Hey, love that. Jealous. Um, <laughs> I already got my tan. <laughs> I don't have to rub it in. Even though I'm from the Caribbean, I find your podcast very relatable and I look forward to each and every episode. I kind of, I don't know why the Caribbean would make it. I understand there's, you know, differences, cultural differences. Just because there's no Soho house there doesn't mean you can't (laughs) relate to us. (laughs) I I have a situation. 
situation that happened today, and I would love to hear your thoughts on the topic of setting boundaries while dating long distance. Here's my situation slash context. I'm from Trinidad, but I've been living in Barbados for the last few years for work, and I'm six months out of a long-term relationship. It lasted four years. In January, I decided that I should try to put myself out there and recently met a guy online from my home country. We, re- we connected easily and quickly transitioned into texting and FaceTime calls daily and sometimes even FaceTiming multiple times a day. We've never met in person, but he does have plans to travel here at the end of February to visit me. Okay, never met in person. Overall, he's a good guy, I think. <laughs> and again, never met in person yet. But I've noticed that he might have an issue with acknowledging boundaries. About a week ago, we discovered that we each have a mutual friend, although I'm closer to her than he is. I explained to him that I would rather tell her that, that we're talking when I'm ready since I'm closer friends with her and I'm not quite ready to let people know I've started back dating yet. He agreed to this and stated it made sense. Fast forward to this past weekend, he meets up with her at the party and proceeds to FaceTime me to show me that he's with her. And obviously our friend had questions about how we knew each other and that she didn't know we were, quote unquote, so close to be FaceTiming. I explained to him that I was caught off guard and that it made me really upset that he broke that boundary for me. Okay, Okay, so I'll be him, you be her. Okay. Dude, how could you put me on the spot like that when she's calling you dude? It's it's, (laughs) it's tough going. Yeah, Yeah. it's over for you. That was, I've never called a guy that I like, dude. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Broski. <laughs> what up, bro? This wasn't cool at all, and I didn't appreciate that. I feel like you disrespected my boundary when I told you, and you agreed that I would talk to Blank when I'm ready. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I really did not appreciate that. I'll call you in 20. He really isn't giving her much. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. I'm tired, so I'll talk to you in the morning. Leaving now. Blank, I am deeply sorry and also disappointed in myself for breaking your boundaries. I don't ever want to do that again and work towards regaining your trust and respect. Okay, then the next morning. (laughs) Hey, good morning. All right, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so passionate sometimes and then so like clinical other times. Right. Um, And then she says, fast forward to today, he was coming home from a work event. He does event management and it had a concert he was working on the night prior. And for some reason, he thought it was okay to call me at 4.44 a.m. in the morning, claiming that he knew I wanted to wake up early for work. So he decided to call and wake me up while he was on his way home. Who calls people? no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep. The sleep game is. Yeah, no, uh uh-uh. Who calls people at that time in the morning? I did not ask him to call and wake me and definitely did not want to have a call before five in the morning. Screenshots on the second card. So I'll we'll read the text. Okay. So she says, listen, I have to be serious for a bit. Thank you for thinking of me this morning. It showed that I was on your mind and you were thinking of my greater benefit. However, this is like also separate. These are paragraphs separated by spaces on text. So you <laughs> know dense. this is like yeah. written out. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. However, I'm starting to think that you might have an issue with boundaries for real. Why would you think it's okay to call me at 4.44 a.m. when we did not have any prior conversation about it? I did not ask for you to call me to wake me, and I especially did not ask to be woken up before 5 a.m. I take my sleep and work very seriously, and I've been woken up at that time to stir... And being woken up at that time disturbed me so much that I couldn't fall asleep after until after 6 a.m., which is the time actually planned for to wake up. I mean, I can't think of anything more annoying, but why is her ringer on? Like, what? Uh, That's a good question. I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta wonder. Times yeah, I guess, I don't I know. know. I, but I, but I'm, I'm annoyed for her. I mean, there's nothing worse than falling asleep at the time you're supposed to wake up. You're like, you know that feeling of like finally getting comfy? Right. And, and then you're like, awoke. Like, well, yeah. It, can't, messing with someone's sleep is very No, annoying. nobody wants that, but. She said, okay. I appreciate the sentiment that you knew I had to work, 
had work to do this morning, so you took the initiative to wake me. But unless we've had a prior conversation slash agreement the night before, please do not call to wake me before 6 a.m. Let me just say, if you've never met the person and your text is longer than the screen that's in front of... It's that, time that, to cut that, your losses. Just type it out. Get it out of your system. Delete the text. Delete the person. That's you've never it. met? You've never yeah. met a, a, a text longer than an iPhone screen? You might not be a match. I'm going to go ahead and say you're definitely not a match. I think this could be a different situation, though, if they were dating in person and for real. Yeah, but they're not for real. That's kind of the whole point is right. like when you date someone that's long distance, I, I had to look up where Barbados was in, in relation to Trinidad. You, I mean, you have to take a flight. You got to take a flight. Yeah. You got to, you know, that's, that's two different islands, it's a you short know, flight, but, short yeah. flight, but still like, I'd imagine there's some sort of customs you go through. Right. I mean, it's you just gotta like, be but, like fucking obsessed with them. Right. And you, and you gotta have a plan. Like, you gotta, let's figure this out. Like this idea of like, and you can get to know each other. It is the internet. And I get, it is very different because it's two Island nations and you know, they are close enough. They're close enough that you could match on a dating app. I do understand how they match. I do understand how they start talking. Right. But this whole idea of like, we've met on the dating app and now we're just in this no man's land of no plan made. We're just texting. He doesn't care about breaking your boundaries because he doesn't have to care about you. You are just a name on the phone. And I think that the, 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 the learning from this that everyone can do is, am I a name on the phone or am I someone that they really owe time and effort for? And because when she says you're breaking my boundaries, that is the way you talk about a parent. That's the way you talk about a good friend. Right. This guy is not thinking of it in those terms. He's thinking of it, some chick on my phone that I met on a dating app. And if she hates me, eh, what are you going to do? I, I mean, to FaceTime someone when you Could it told be that he's them. he's really into her? No. <laughs> That's my initial thought. Like, oh, I he's so into can... her. He wants to speak to her all the time. He only cares about himself. Hey, I'm going through a breakup right now. Oh, we know the same person. Do you mind not saying something to them? Because I'm like kind of slowly waiting myself out. And then they've, hey, look who I'm with. Not a particularly good listener. Right. You, he's listening to his penis. Right. And he's not even answering in a way that is saying like I mean, that. she wrote that whole paragraph. That okay, whole sorry. Soliloquy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I won't do it again at your conference right. already. Now he's moved it's on to her conference. of the Emma Wilman apology right. that we discussed on Wednesday's episode. <laughs> right. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I mean, the rest of the email, we... Uh, no, no, she no, says, we, to me, this was another boundary broken. Is, isn't it a uh, common courtesy to not call people so early in the morning or too late in the night, especially for someone you haven't even met in person yet? I just have, I just happened today, so I'm working out if this pattern is a red flag or a deal breaker, or maybe I'm being too critical. No. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Sincerely, a Caribbean betch with boundaries. I am proud of our Caribbean listenership. I'm happy they're here. I want more Caribbean listeners so that we can do some Caribbean live you up podcast that, shows, especially that, in the winter. We need it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm begging her to tell all her friends about the show. Yes. Tell her that she got saved of much agony and pain here because I'm telling her right now she is giving. And it's a mistake. I think a lot of people make is you're giving the words to someone you don't know that you'd only use for people you know very well breaking boundaries, uh, common courtesy, right, it's uh, too early. calls people in the morning. You're totally right that this is how you would speak to your mom when she like calls you in the middle of a date. Or something. Right. You'd be like, hey, I told you. Like right. all of this stuff. He, when, when you get into like, we have a mutual friend and I know it's hard to get together because you guys live on two different islands and there's things in the way, but like, unless you have a plan to meet, to actually get to know the person, they don't really care about you enough to, and again, right. people are nice. People usually don't do these things, but I, I think she's asking for something. I'm not saying she's asking for too much. I'm just saying you're expecting right. too much. You're I expecting mean, the best. And it's like, I'm saying well, this wrong. She's expecting someone who owes her nothing to act like they owe them something. Well, he's trying. He's trying to date her. It sounds like so. I feel like she, in her mind, she he does owe her something. I think he's trying to fuck her, and right. at some see, point, see that's why that's why we future. do this show because right. I my initial thought was like this guy is just so into you. No. <laughs> he just likes you so much that he won't stop contacting you, and he wants to show you to his friend, and like that's why it's that's why it's a, that's why you get paid the big bucks. Right, that's right. Because you're here and you're like. Um, no, that's not no. She's a number on. on the phone. Yeah. She to me, he's bored. Okay, she's a number on the phone who will respond. Who and this is the problem with dating apps. And it, it, you know, I'll say this as as a guy. Is that where they met? Right, it was a dating app. Right, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, a dating app. Here's the thing about a dating app that that a lot of men take will not say out loud, but it's the truth of how they feel. You have swiped right on me. That means you want to fuck me. Right. And they're like, okay, woman who wants to fuck me. I'm going to keep up with her over text. I'm going to say all the nice things. I'm going to apologize when she tells me I did wrong. But he hasn't made a plan. He's made no investment in this. Right. Not even time. Wait, FaceTime? I can do that 30 people tonight. No, it's true. 
And I mean, I now guess, that you're saying it, it all makes sense. Right. I feel like I'm like, you know, taking the truth serum because it's easy to convince yourself like this person just, you know, I, why would I let go of a guy who likes me so much that he FaceTimes me at 445 in the morning? Right. No, he didn't listen to you. Why would I? Why would I? Why could I turn away a guy who wants my friends to know we're dating? Right. <laughs> well, this is this is the big That's thing. That's what we tell ourselves. And, and this is what you, I noticed from are my we, end. This was an are we dating? I would have thought yes. They've never even met. <laughs> I, just, I am the del- I am the deluded girl. <laughs> yes, you you and her. Um, put you guys in the straitjackets because this is crazy <laughs> to me. I I I. It is just one of those things that you know. A lot of women I that write into this show. What I've noticed, and I I get it. It's like, okay, I've got six of the twenty things I need. That's six more than. The last guy. Then the the one I haven't met yet. Yeah. So you're just like holding on to this okay hand, afraid to go see a better hand. And it's like, this guy hasn't listened to you twice. You just sent him a text that I would send to, you know, someone who didn't do a job right for me. Hey, like that stole my money. We you know? talked about that. I'd like the files by three. <laughs> right. This is a reoccurring issue where you don't respect my boundaries. Right. Like, this and is I how think, I text right. my mom. And I think the key part is that there's no, you're right. And that's why you're better interpreting these texts than I am is because you've interpreted his response as also like giving proof that he doesn't actually give a shit. Right. Okay, the response sorry. would be, when am I seeing you? Right. I'd like to go on that first date now. Yeah, there's no vulnerability. There's no like, it's just try. It's okay. Sorry. Yeah. When's the conference? The right. idea oh, I called you in the morning to wake you up as a favor to you. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Four forty-five. Yeah. No favor. Nobody's been woken up at four forty-five. Like, thank you for the favor you did right. me. Unless it's a ride to the airport that they almost <laughs> missed true. a flight. It's like okay. I don't know. I, I'm a. I'm annoyed at her for. Uh, I'm annoyed at you now too. The, <laughs> What are we buying this shit? And it's all because, and here's what, here's the minute I heard we're from two different islands. Because this is something guys look for. Okay. They look for islands that don't have actual oceans. This is a metaphor, literally a living, breathing metaphor for a lot of dating scenarios. You don't think he's that into her? I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he's texting and <laughs> and FaceTiming with 17 people. I, I, I and I'm not this. usually this pessimistic, but I'm no, saying there's someone out there. This is someone needs to hear. Cause that's the thing. We're always making excuses or rationalizing. And like, that's why you hate, like you said, you hang on to something. Cause like you, you're, you're looking at the evidence that points to yes. You're not looking at the evidence the other right. way. And it's, what's the plan? Just tell me the plan. When, when, what's the plan for when feet, move not fingers so it's like you know it this could have started i'm in boston match with a guy uh with a guy in new york right and we've been texting and you know he woke me up the other day but you know i think we should go on a date we haven't met yet i'd be like there's a, a the trains run every hour you know, like uh, I mean, the 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 rom coms would make us believe that this is just an obstacle to overcome. And, and and listen, maybe they maybe the guy does like the idea of you, but why hasn't a plan been made? Right. So. No, this is all this is all something she and I guess I and probably a lot of other women need to hear. So thanks. She for needs doing to tell her work. friends so that we can go to Barbados. Yes. I, I've never been to Barbados. I would love to go. To I don't Barbados. think I've been there either. 
The land of Rihanna. Oh, right, yeah. I would love to go to Riri's home country. Country. If she home, home country. <laughs> if she wants to come too, that would be great. Anytime, yeah. yeah. I would do a Rihanna vacation, but that's it. We solved dating again. We did it again. So proud of us. We'll be back on Wednesday. Bye. The UA podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.